My name is Leah. I finished a documentary called I Bleed, where I went on a journey to break the taboo and the negative cycle around periods in order to create a new one for my daughter Ava. In this voyage, I met a lot of interesting characters and learned a lot of things that I wasn't able to include in my film. So I decided to have them in a podcast divided in series. In this series of I Bleed, I explore alternative ways to look at our menstruation and experience our cycle. In this episode, I sit with Suzanne Blake, a life coach, a yoga instructor, and a therapeutic dance teacher who's made it her goal to help everyone connect to the wild within and Mother Nature. We meet in my parents' beautiful garden in Lebanon in midst of nature, talking about how our current relationship to nature is reflected in our relationship to our cycles. What is your understanding of menstruation in general? Well, the menstrual cycle, the, the moon time <laughs> for women is, is one of the fundamental ways in which we connect with, with nature, the way that we connect with the earth and with the moon. And through our menstrual flow and through our cycle, we can each month go through the experience of, of understanding what it is to move through the flow of being a woman from, from childhood to maidenhood to motherhood and to uh, the crone and to the grandmother, elder, elder stage. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's very connected and, um, and a very big part of what I, what I teach and what I do. And why do you think periods are such a taboo subject or there's so much shame associated to menstruation? Mm. I think it's, it's connected to the way we have gone as a society towards a more patriarchal society rather than a matriarchal society. And now values that would be considered more masculine, uh, such as, as ambition and drive and independence and, and, and growth are favored over, over more feminine values, such as uh, collaboration and, and you know, community and, and receiving, surrendering. These are not as valued in our society, and I think that's reflected in how people view the menstrual cycle. They view the menstrual cycle as, as something that's inherently feminine and, and therefore negative. And when you look at the way we are, the way we are really raping and pillaging Mother Earth on so many levels, we're really not respecting the cycles of nature. We're not respecting ecosystems. We're not respecting our mother, the earth. And so I think this is reflected in our, in our values in society. Uh, this is something that is inherent to being a woman. It is the crown, the blossoming of, of being a woman. And rather than, than celebrating that and, and helping young women to really embrace their natural flow and cycle as a woman, we're shunning it and shaming it and pushing it down, which is the same that's been done to the, the feminine. Uh, in, in many societies, in most societies in the world, um, in religion, it's a, it's a more patriarchal uh, society. God is a man. Whereas many years ago, God was seen as a woman, as a creator. And I think with the, the emergence of a patriarchal society, we've, we've uh, lost touch with being a woman. What do you think 
like, why do you think rituals are so important in that like mm. coming of age of like when a girl gets her period? What? Why do mm. you? Why do? You, why do you think they're so important? And why do you think they don't? They're they're not really being. Mm. That, can you talk to me about yeah. ritual? You know, being a being a human is is tough work. It's hard. Being a being a woman is is difficult. You know, moving through all the things that we face in life from birth to death, it can be a very daunting, difficult process fraught with frustration and confusion. And, and we're not born knowing all the answers. We're not born knowing how it all works. And, and rituals are a way of, of helping us to prepare for the things that are coming in our life. Ultimately, from the time we're born until the time we die, we are preparing for death. We're preparing at, at becoming at peace with our own with our own soul, at peace with our with our being. And and rituals are a way to at at marked times in our life prepare us for what's coming next. And and while we haven't gone through motherhood yet at some point in our life and we haven't gone through menopause others have other women have walked that way before us for thousands of years and so ritual is a way to to ceremoniously uh, help us find a way to cope and and to see the beauty in in what is to come so when it comes to a woman becoming becoming a maiden uh, or becoming a woman a little girl goes from being a carefree freedom-loving child with no thought of becoming pregnant and you know she's just climbing trees and 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 one with the boys she now becomes a woman and with that becomes responsibility with that, she, she now has to, to take a little more care of her own body. She has, to, she has to, to think about the choices that she makes in a way that she didn't have to in, before. So with each, each, each initiation and with each phase, there is a death. So becoming a woman is the death of the child. Becoming a mother is the death of a maiden. And, and, and rituals help us to, to honor that process. And it can be done in many different ways. And in indigenous cultures around the world, there are different ways in which that's done. Um, but sometimes all that's needed is to voice the grief over, over what is being lost, to acknowledge it so that we can then fully embrace the path that is ahead and to celebrate it and to, and to see the beauty in it. Uh, and and becoming, becoming a woman really is, is a flowering, a blossoming. If, if we were to equate the cycles of being a woman to the seasons of the year, becoming a maiden is the springtime. Becoming a mother is the summer, full blossom. Uh, becoming the wise woman is, is the, the fall time. And then, and then becoming the grandmother, the crone, is, is the winter cycle. So yeah, it's a really actually beautiful time in a woman's life. But if it's not dealt with in a way that allows a little girl to to really understand what's happening to her, she can suffer trauma and and shame, which she carries throughout her entire life, unless she does work to to get back to nature and get back to mother nature, and and get back to a way that she was she was always meant to live. When I when I interviewed a lot of the women mentioned like about their first period, a lot of the women talked about shame about. Being, feeling dirty mm -hmm. about like 
a lot of negative words came up with that first period. How do you think we can change, like, mm. girl girl's perception of mm. because you know there's pain, dirt, and shame that are yeah. keywords that keep coming. Again, I think this comes back from the kind of patriarchal society which which we've been which we've been living in, and and women, little girls are not are not properly educated in in what this is, and and they're not given an opportunity to to let go of the things that, I mean, it's it's quite traumatic, I think, for a little girl in some ways. <laughs> um, they're not given an opportunity to voice their opinion, to let go of the things that they, that they need to let go of so they can move on. And I really think, you know, the way the way forward is, is going back to ritual. I believe that going back to rituals, going back to this way of, of honoring the cycles of life, uh, helps both mothers and daughters to make this transition um, and helping little girls to to break the stereotype that is given to them in the media I mean when you you watch a TV commercial about about tampons or, or pads um, they're so ashamed to even show that it's blood that they use a blue liquid instead of, of a red one um, you know, so, so it's ingrained in our society. This is something to be hidden and this is something that is taboo. And if, if every little girl was given an opportunity with, with mothers and, and friends and grandmothers to, to have a beautiful ceremony where she was, where she was made to feel very feminine and had a flower wreath on her head and was, was given this, this, this insight of, of being a woman, like it was a precious gift. Uh, I think girls would grow up, you know, honoring their cycle. Um, for me, it was a it was a process of getting back to this because I, of course, was born into um, the society as well, and um, being able to go back and revisit the time that I had my first period, being able to go and do a meditation on that, and to remember those feelings and to then replace them with a new feelings was, was very powerful for me. Being able to now, um, when I have my menstrual cycle, it's something I'm actually excited about. It's something I enjoy. I'm like, oh great, this is my time where I get to really go within. This is the time I'm very intuitive. This is the time I get to make time for myself. This is time that I get to, to journal, to write, to, to draw. And this is time that I get to, to plan for my next month. And I think, yeah, ritual is really the way to do this. And, and I believe building communication between women uh, because the more women connect around this subject, um, the more we'll find we've we've all had similar emotions. And and as we as we connect and as we say, wait, we'd like this to be a different way, then change starts to evolve naturally from that. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to tune in next week to listen to another interview with another expert. If you are a menstruator and would like to share your first period story with us, or if you want to check out other first period stories, the trailer of my personal documentary, and a cool period art project I'm working on, please visit my website on iBleed.com. That's i-bleed.com. Thanks for listening.